Hi, am I on the air? Yep. Fuck. Thanks. Do I have everybody's attention now? Do I have everybody's attention now? John, I got you. John, Do I, I have everybody's Sunday attention night. now? You put them cameras on me, then you must be willing To get that heart touched, it's a must-see feeling The news ain't good, then it must be villain So I say it's background, and I don't trust these feelings Spread across your nose, and I'm on your air High as next on the cloud Am I in the air, Sunday night's prime time I flex mine better, Voltron transform to DX Don Mega and unseen, you probably think I'm nice Cause I slow like a stream to your wireless device And the smoke full of steam any given night, I'll show up like a piece of any given slice. And for the latest and what is best about I, tune in and tune the rest out, Don. You gotta tell them, am I in the clear? Is this thing gone? Am I on the air? On the air. Yeah, what is going down, everybody? Welcome to another brand new edition of Am I on the Air? I am your host, Don Mega, and uh, welcome, everybody, to the show. It is Season 9, Episode 14. Today's episode is The Boss's Mockingjay. Uh, it is Monday, no, uh, December 1st. I was going to say November, but it is now December. Wow. Last week's show was Gobble Gobble uh, as we prepared for Thanksgiving, and I hope everybody had a great Thanksgiving with all their family and friends, and hope you ate a lot, and uh, yeah, I hope it was great. Uh, but I am back this week now with The Boss's Mockingjay, which means two things. We got two movie reviews for you. We're going to be reviewing, of course, The Hunger Games Mockingjay Part 1 and Horrible Bosses 2. I'm very excited to bring both of those reviews to you here on this special edition of Am I on the Air. Very happy to be back because we got a ton of news as well. New trailers have dropped, some really impressive, hot-off-the-presses new trailers, um, and other news in the world of entertainment, TV, and movies. You know what we do by now, so we're going to just get it started up in here. All right, so we will start with, of course, The Hunger Games, Mockingjay Part 1. This, of course, the third movie in The Hunger Games uh, book-slash-film series. Uh, This should be the third and final film, uh, but in typical money cash-grab theories, (laughs) basically, you know what studios do in Hollywood now. They take the last book and they spread it out into two for a quick cash grab. So the third Hunger Games book, which was of course Mockingjay, has been split into two films, Mockingjay Part 1 and Mockingjay Part 2, which will come out November of next year. So we're reviewing Part 1, and now let me give you a little background on this series for myself. Um, The first Hunger Games film I did not care for very much. It was okay. Nothing more, nothing less. The second movie, Catching Fire, I actually really, really liked. Um, I gave it four stars. 
it was a really, really good film, like one that I would sit down and watch again. I was very impressed with Catching Fire. So I was looking forward to this one, um, and I got to say, it's more in line with the first film. Uh, it is not a Catching Fire. It is not nearly as good as that second film, and it reminded me a lot of the first film. I'll say it's definitely better than the first film. Um, it's kind of in the middle of the two. So, I gave the first Hunger Games film three stars. I gave Catching Fire four stars. So you can guess it. I gave the Hunger Games Mockingjay Part 1 three and a half out of five stars. Uh, it was decent. The problem here, and this is the problem with, of course, splitting a movie into two parts, is all the good stuff is going to be in Part 2. Everybody I know that's seen this film is saying, wait till you see that second part. Wait till you see part two. Well, that's all well and good, and I'm sure part two is going to be awesome. But I, we were there seeing part one. Part one, I needed to be entertained better. And I feel like it kind of dropped the ball on that aspect. You know? Because they're setting up for this great part two that's going to come out next year. Keep me entertained for part one. Part one's just kind of slow and sluggish, and you got whiny baby Katniss just like, I don't want to be the Mockingjay, but you gotta be the Mockingjay. We're on the verge of a revolutionary war in this film. They need Katniss to become the symbol, to become the Mockingjay, to get all the people in all the districts to rise up and kind of band together for this war that they're going to take it to the capital. Uh, PETA is being held captive, of course, from after the second film, and so she wants to try to rescue him. Uh, you know, Gale, played by Liam Hemsworth, he gets a bigger role finally because he was barely used in the first two films. Uh, he actually gets to do a lot in this film, um, and it's PETA that actually takes the back seat in this one, uh, played by Josh Hutcherson. Um, all the acting's great. It was great to see Philip Seymour Hoffman. Um, I thought um, President Coyne, uh, she was really, really good. Um, and I'm spacing who plays her. Um... Wow, I am so sorry. I'm spacing who plays her right now, but if it comes to me, I'll come back to that. <laughs> but she did great in the role. Um, you know, Katniss, Miss Jennifer Lawrence, she's great as she always is. Um, Julianne Moore. Julianne Moore, that's coin. See, I just need a second for it to come to me. People don't realize, if you've never done a radio show before or a podcast... You don't realize that when you're on the spot like this and your your brain is is always clicking and clicking and clicking and trying to think of what are you going to say next and thinking of actors' names and all the stuff that you need to talk about, your brain starts to kind of just go into mush and it, you grasp to try to find, what the hell was I trying to say? And it's it's rough. It's really, really rough because your, your mind's working on all these different angles and situations and things you want to talk about and then it just, you, you lose stuff. So, sorry, Julianne Moore, I love you, I love you and everything you've done, uh, you're great, and I thought you were great in this movie. So, acting-wise, everything's here. Everything is where it needs to be, um, it just, the movie just kind of leaves you, leaves you hanging, wanting more, wanting to see the second part. I wasn't really bored, I was entertained, I just, 
I just needed a little bit more. And I know part two is going to give it to me, so I'll try not to judge this one too harshly. Um, but in the end result, you still got to judge this as its own film. And maybe one day we'll see the four-hour version of both films put together. Um, but for now... The Hunger Games Mockingjay Part 1 is only good enough for a a 3.5 out of 5 stars for me. Now let's go into our second movie, and it's one of the big new releases of this past Thanksgiving weekend, and that is Horrible Bosses 2. Um, I'm going to tell you right now, I love this film. This movie was hilarious. Uh, so funny. I mean, if you're a fan of the first Horrible Bosses movie, there's no doubt you're going to love this movie as well. Um, they manage to do something a little bit different. I mean, you have the same flow and the same kind of vibe that the first movie gave off, but it's it's different in this one. And it's hard for me to explain, but, you know, I mean, the, the premise is different in this one. It's more about a kidnapping than it is about killing anybody. And, you know, it... it it's about how it all comes together. And of course, Chris Pine is in the film this time around. Um, his dad is played by Christoph Waltz, um, who is awesome as well. Um, and of course, you have Jamie Foxx back, and you have Jennifer Aniston who's back, and she's just as awesome as ever. I love Jennifer Aniston in this series. She won my heart in the first film and continued to win my heart <laughs> in this film as well. She is so good in this role and there's even a nice little pop-up uh, from Kevin Spacey a couple times in the film as well, reprising his role as uh, from uh, Jason Bateman's boss from the first film. So it was cool to see everybody come back. You could tell everybody's having a really good time doing it. Um, the jokes are hilarious. Like I said, it's basically about a kidnapping. Um, the three guys, Jason Bateman, um, Jason Sudeikis, and Charlie Day, they come up with, they don't want to work for anybody anymore. They decide to uh, come up with a product, and they come up with the Shower Pal. And uh, it's basically like the shower head that does your shampoo and conditioner and body lotion and everything all in one swoop. And they sell it to Christoph Waltz, uh, who orders 100,000 units of it, and then when they go to tell him that everything's been complete and they're ready to go, uh, Christoph Waltz says, oh, sorry about that, I was just playing, I didn't really want 100,000 units from you, uh, you're going to go bankrupt now, and I'll just buy all the units off of you at auction price. So basically it was a big scam, Chris Pine's character is his son, he's this cocky little bastard that's just an asshole, and um, they come up with the idea to kidnap Chris Pine and basically make Christoph Waltz pay them uh, the money that they need to keep their business alive. And, of course, there's twists and turns, and hilarity ensues, and I'm not going to get into any spoilers, uh, but take heed when I tell you I love comedies. It's my favorite type of films to go watch in a theater, um, and this film was hilarious. It had me laughing from start to finish. I love these three leads. I, I especially love Jason Bateman, who's one of my favorite comedy actors out. I really love Jason Sudeikis, and of course the chemistry between all three of them is excellent. Seeing everybody return, the addition of Chris Pine, who was outstanding in this, and Christoph Waltz was excellent. So, Horrible Bosses 2 gets 4 out of 5 stars for me. It was hilarious. Go out, check it, support it, because it's not doing as well in the theater this go-around as the first movie did. And that's disappointing, because, you know, everybody needs to go out and laugh. So go out, laugh, check it out. You're going to love it. Horrible Bosses 2, 4 out of 5 stars. Alrighty, that is your two movie reviews of the week. 
Hunger Games Mockingjay Part 1 with 3.5 out of 5, and Horrible Bosses 2 with 4 out of 5. Now, let's segue over to our news of the past week, alright? Word broke last week that Michelle McLaren has signed on to develop and direct the Wonder Woman movie. Uh, When we talked about possible directors, this is the name that I said will probably get it. I I had a good feeling about this. She has directed Game of Thrones. She has directed Breaking Bad. She's also been an executive producer, and she knows what to do in this kind of genre. And it's cool because she's also going to develop, so she's going to work with the script. She's going to work with the actors, and she's going to come up with this. This is going to be her baby. This isn't just like a director for hire job. She is going to help bring this thing to life, and I think she's going to be awesome. So our Wonder Woman movie finally has its actor, uh, its director, and it is Michelle McLaren. Congratulations. All right, let's keep it moving. Uh, We have some character posters for the movie Pan coming out. You can see your first look at Rooney Mara as Tiger Lily, of Hugh Jackman as Blackbeard. Uh, You can see Garrett Hedlund as Hook. Uh, And on top of these character posters, the trailer debuted, so you can see the first trailer for Pan, which is kind of an origin story for Peter Pan. Of course, you can check that out on our Twitter, on our Facebook, and of course, amiontheair.com. Just click on that trailers tab. Uh, Drafted is a sci-fi comic book series, and it's going to be heading to the big screen, so no word yet on who's bringing it to the big screen, but they are adapting the sci-fi comic book series Drafted. Uh, congratulations to Christella. Christella is the new comedy on ABC that airs on Friday nights. It has been picked up for a full season over at ABC, so that's cool. It wasn't for me. I tried to watch Christella. I only watched the first episode, and I got super bored, and I said, I'm out. So, but I'm glad that people do like it and that a show has survived in uh, this cutthroat TV season business. Matthew McConaughey is in negotiations to play Randall Flagg in Josh Boone's The Stand. Uh, Universal Pictures has taken over the reins of the Steve Jobs biopic film that Sony once had. I reported on last week's show that Sony had ditched the picture and said it was dead in the water. Um, I even predicted on last week's show that another studio was probably going to sweep in and take it. And here we are a week later, Universal Pictures has taken it up. Uh, Now You See Me Too has a new subtitle, and it is The Second Act. So now you see me, the second act is coming uh, in 2016, so that is cool. We have the very first trailer for Jurassic World as well. Uh, Like I said, it was a big trailer week. Uh, Jurassic World dropped. It looks really, 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 really good. Uh, And it's a good little teaser to get us started. Um, It's cool to see Chris Pratt back. Um, This dude, I'm telling you, man, it's going to be... He had a great year last year um, with doing the Lego movie, and he did, of course, Star-Lord and Guardians of the Galaxy. Now he's got Jurassic World. He's going to be doing the Cowboy Ninja Viking. He's still doing Community. I mean, this dude, the world is in his hands right now. Jurassic World looks awesome. Uh, It's bringing us back those fond memories of the first film. Um, And... um, it's really, really cool. So check out the trailer for Jurassic World. Basically, it doesn't give away too much. It uh, looks like we messed around with the dinosaurs and we created our own hybrid. And it escapes the park and, of course, is killing some people. So I can't wait to see what this hybrid looks like. But check it out, uh, Jurassic World. Um, 
Once, once again, amiontheair.com, click on the trailers tab. Our uh, honest trailer is for Love Actually. We have the um, first trailer for Strange Magic, which is that new George Lucas animated film we talked about last week or the week before, but now the trailer is out. We have the final trailer for The Interview, starring James Franco and, of course, Seth Rogen. This trailer is so funny. You know, when this movie first, I heard about it first, and I saw the first little teaser trailer, I was like, I don't know about this, but they have done an excellent job with all the marketing since. This trailer's great because it shows more of uh, Kim Jong-un, and uh, it's got some just some really LOL, laugh-out-loud moments. Um, it this movie's going to be great. It comes out on Christmas. Um, let's see here. We have the uh, official extended trailer for the new Chris Rock film, Top 5. We have the new trailer for Home, which is an animated film. We have the Hobbit Legacy trailer that you can check out over on our Facebook and Twitter page. Basically just brings the whole Hobbit trilogy together in one really cool little trailer. Uh, HBO is prepping the first ever authorized Kurt Cobain documentary. That'll be interesting. Um, the Hunger Games director and the studio are actually talking over doing more Hunger Games movies past Mockingjay Part 2. Uh, it says that the world is very vast and there's a lot of characters, and if they wanted to, they definitely can continue, and they're having negotiations now. No word yet if this would actually still involve, um, you know, Jennifer Lawrence and all the core cast, um, they might try to do some kind of spin-off stuff. It'll be interesting, but, but they're looking at actually extending the Hunger Games movies for many more sequels. Uh, Dancing with the Stars crowns its season 19 winner, and it's, of course, Alfonso Ribeiro. It's not unusual to be loved by anyone. Just picture him doing the Carlton dance, you know? Uh, it's very cool, man. I'm glad that he won. He, I Definitely, he looked like the standout this season. Uh, Reese Witherspoon and Nicole Kidman are going to star in the new Davy Kelly limited series that they're putting together. Uh, Jeffrey Dean Morgan is set as Marilyn Monroe's Joe DiMaggio for the Lifetime TV movie. Uh, Intruders actor James Frain has joined Orphan Black for its third season. Uh, ABC canceled Selfie, uh, but they have more episodes that haven't aired. So Hulu has come to the rescue, and you can watch the entire... Uh, season of um, Selfie on Hulu. So this makes me very happy because I was actually into Selfie, so I will be heading to Hulu to finish up my season. Um, CSI's George Eads is going to be exiting the show after 15 years. He's one of the last original players on that show, and he is gone. Um, let me... Ridley Scott says that he's going to be producing, but will not direct the Blade Runner sequel. Um, so that's kind of some shocking news. I'm glad he's still producing, but it's kind of odd he's not going to be directing it. Uh, Harrison Ford supposedly still lightly attached to this. We'll see as we kind of keep moving on. Um, back in the rumor mill... The potential plot for the Gareth Edwards standalone Star Wars film possibly may be a bounty hunter movie that will revolve around a group of bounty hunters trying to get back the stolen Death Star plans. Once again, this is a rumor. Nobody's confirmed this, but this is a big, big rumor that is floating around Hollywood right now. 
Um, it's interesting. It's not where I thought that they would go, especially for the first standalone film, but that's kind of a cool story. I mean, we're into this whole villain thing, like Sinister Six and like the Suicide Squad. So why not do a bounty hunter movie with Boba Fett and all the guys searching for the plans of the Death Star? I can dig it. So we'll keep you posted on how that goes. Uh, Guillermo del Toro stated that Pacific Rim 2 is going to be set years later in a kaiju-free world. So just to kind of give you a little bit of ideas there. Um, We have the updated list of the movies and TV shows that are coming to Netflix this December. Um, You can check that out on the Twitter page. Speaking of Guillermo del Toro, he says his script for Justice League Dark is finished and turned into Warner Brothers. So, I don't know, I... I would love to see a Justice League Dark. I don't know if Warner Brothers, who pretty much has their whole slate figured out, is going to want to dip into this, but maybe they'll have a side studio do it. Uh, It'll be very interesting to see. We have uh, four new Kingsman The Secret Service character posters that you can check out. Uh, James Cameron said that the new Avatar sequels are, quote, they're going to be bitchin'. So he's getting super pumped and ready to go on uh, the new Avatar movies. They're gonna be bitching. Uh, Justify. We have the Justified final season uh, trailer that you can check out. Uh, everything wrong with this time. It's everything wrong with Pirates of the Caribbean: Dead Man's Chest. You can check that out. Uh, the Sing Off has replaced Ben Folds with Fallout Boy's Patrick Stump. Natalie Portman is in early talks to join that Steve Jobs biopic film. Uh, Mel Brooks is going to be voicing Dracula's father in Hotel Transylvania 2, with, of course, Adam Sandler coming back as Dracula. Um, Independence Day 2 has officially been given the green light from 20th Century Fox. I know we've all expected, like, this has been on the radar for a long time now. Everybody knew it was coming in 2016, It didn't even have a green light, (laughs) but now it's all good. 20th Century Fox is given the thumbs up. The green light's been set. The sequel has been been put into development, and it is coming, baby. So get ready for Independence Day 2. Let's see here. Uh, This is um, really cool. Um, the Supergirl TV series is looking more and more likely that it will be in the same world as the Flash and Arrow. So this makes me super duper duper excited. I talked about crossover potential before on this TV show, uh, but a recent interview said how ABC and the CW are owned by the same, you know, they're owned by the same company, and that it the door is definitely open, and it's the same producers behind it of all three shows, so they want to connect the universes. I think this is a great move for the Supergirl TV show because Flash and Arrow are such great shows. They're doing so well. Let's bring Supergirl into this world. I am down. And speaking of Flash and Arrow, this week is the big crossover week. Tomorrow night's Flash episode is the Flash versus Arrow, where they're going to face off against each other. And that will bleed into Wednesday night's Arrow TV show, um, which is called The Brave and the Bold, which will have Arrow and Flash teaming up to take on Captain Boomerang from the Suicide Squad. So this is pretty cool. Big Big crossover week for Flash and Arrow. Um, Fox has pulled the Red Band Society from schedule. Um, They're going to end their production here at 13 episodes, but they're saying that it's not canceled. 
So I don't know what they're holding on to. Um, this sounds pretty canceled since it's been pulled, <laughs> but they're saying not yet. So we'll see. Not yet. Um, let you know how that goes for the Red Band Society. Um, I'm sad about this. Joe Bastinadich uh, has is leaving MasterChef. Uh, I love MasterChef. I love MasterChef Junior. This dude is an awesome judge. He's not a chef, but he runs all these restaurants, and he's very big on the business aspect. And he says, I just want to go focus on my restaurants. You know, I've been doing it for many seasons now, and I want to go back and and just focus on my restaurants. So I can't fault the guy for wanting to do that, but he's a great judge. Uh, He's kind of almost the Simon Cowell of MasterChef, and he'll definitely be missed. Uh, I'm going to really, really miss Joe on MasterChef. Uh, we have the first trailer for Cake, starring Jennifer Aniston and Anna Kendrick. Uh, we have the Red Band trailer uh, for Unfinished Business. This movie looks really, really funny. It's a new Vince Vaughn film. It has Dave Franco in it. It looks really good. It comes out in March next year. And uh, definitely check out this Red Band trailer of Unfinished Business. Um, speaking of trailers... There's only one main trailer we should be talking about. And yes, the first teaser trailer for Star Wars Episode 7, The Force Awakens, has finally arrived. It launched on Black Friday. Uh, J.J. Abrams giving us an 88-second little quick sneak peek teaser trailer of the new film. And boy, was it a teaser. Um, I am still torn on this damn trailer. I woke up Friday morning, and I was like, where's the trailer, where's the trailer, where's the trailer? I watched it, and my initial reaction was, that's it? That's it? That's all they're giving me. That was my initial reaction. Then I watched it again, and I watched it again, and I watched it again. I'm still kind of like, that's it? But I get it. You know, the the thing... The thing I have to try to separate sometimes is being a fanboy and a reviewer. From a reviewer standpoint, I get it. The movie is a year away. We are lucky we got anything right now, to be honest. So an 88-second teaser a year out, this is cool. As a fanboy, I'm like, show me more, because it's Star Wars, and we want to see more. I wanted to see Han Solo. I wanted to see Luke Skywalker. I wanted to see Princess Leia. I wanted to see more of the Sith. I wanted to see some big action scenes. But that's a lot to ask for, for a teaser trailer a year before the movie comes out. It really is. So I got to take a step back, and I got to look at it from a from a teaser standpoint. It teased. It did its job. It teased me. You know, you had, um, it starts off with the Sands, and you got John Boyega popping up, and he's in a Stormtrooper outfit, so you don't know what's going on with that. You're like, is he a Stormtrooper? Is he just in the outfit? What's going on? Uh, you see the chick who I think is going to be Princess Leia's daughter. She's on some kind of speeder in the, in on, like, on tat- Tatooine. Uh, you see Oscar Isaac, who of course is our new Apocalypse in X-Men, uh, X-Men Apocalypse. You see him, he's a he's an X-Wing pilot, and, and he's flying with two other ships over the water with the mountains in the background, looks beautiful. 
Um, you see this weird little kind of R2-D2 robot on a soccer ball. Uh, <laughs> you, uh, you see stormtroopers on a, on a plane getting ready to, I don't know, jump out or whatever, but they look cool, the new stormtroopers. Uh, and then you see a dark uh, Sith-like figure in black from head to toe with a hood on going through kind of a snowy woods and flips out the lightsaber. And of course it's that red Sith lightsaber. Um, but two, like the handles shoot out with mini lightsabers, almost like a sword tight. It looks awesome. And the voiceover, which we have confirmed is, is Andy circus. A lot of people were saying that's Benedict Cumberbatch. That's Benedict Cumberbatch. It's not Benedict Cumberbatch. He's not in this movie. Uh, but Andy circus is, and that's his voice in the voiceover of the trailer, and he talks about the dark, and then the light, and when he says the light, you see the Millennium Falcon blasting up over the sands, and flipping around, and going upside down, with uh, the, the the evil ships shooting at it, it's awesome, and then the logo pops up, The Force Awakens, uh, you know, December 2015. It's pretty cool. It gets you pumped up. I know a lot of people are bummed about it because they wanted more. And that's the fanboy aspect. People don't understand it is a year away. They just finished filming it like a month ago. So I'm sure a lot of the special effects aren't even done. So that's probably why they don't show us a lot of the action stuff. So, you know, like I said, my initial reaction was, give me more, that's it. I watched it with my wife, and she even said the same thing. She was like, that's it. We just got excited for that. It's a teaser. A year away, we'll get more. There are going to be at least probably three more trailers before this film comes out. Uh, there's, you know, I I like that they're kind of saving the original peeps to kind of tease us. So, as much as I wanted to see it all, you guys are smart, Disney, and I trust in you. So I know you'll give me what I want later down the road. <laughs> all right. But, if you want to see the trailer, if you're one of the few that have not seen this yet, you can see it on the Twitter, you can see it on the Facebook, but of course, amiontheair.com, click on the Trailers tab, it is the very top trailer on the page, okay? Going back to that unfinished business with Vince Vaughn, not only do we have the Red Band trailer, but we do have the Green Band trailer as well. Uh, North Korea has blasted James Franco and Seth Rogen once again for their damn movie. Hey, it is what it is. They knew it was coming. Uh, and some sad news, uh, real-world star Ryan Knight has passed away at the age of 29. Uh, I don't watch the real world anymore, so I'm not familiar with his season or anything, but it's always sad to see someone of such a young age pass away. Kevin Bacon is going to be starring in Greg McLean's new su survival thriller called Jungle. Uh, Hugo Weaving, he was doing an interview recently for a new movie he's got coming up called The Mule. They asked him about Captain America 3. Uh, he says he has not been contacted yet. He says he's heard nothing from Marvel and he has no idea if he's returning or not. Because a lot of people are speculating that the Red Skull will return. Uh, but he says he at least has not heard anything. So, uh, I'm still thinking he wouldn't return anyway. Uh, I don't think Marvel even wants him back. But... It doesn't seem like he's opposed to it anymore, if they did call him, so we'll see. We have the first picture of Jake Gyllenhaal, who plays a welterweight in the new film Southpaw. Um, he got jacked for this film. You should see this picture. He's in his boxing gear, he's beat up, but the dude is shredded. 
it is crazy the uh, extreme transformation that happened with Jake Gyllenhaal. This dude just fluctuates like no tomorrow. He was crazy skinny in Nightcrawler. Now he's all buff in this. And it, phew, be careful, man. Don't get too nuts. Uh, the El Rey Network has canceled Matador, um, which they previously had renewed. So, <laughs> oops. Uh, we have the uh, first trailer for the new film Wild Card, which stars Jason Statham and Sofia Vergara. Um, Suits and Sirens will both be renewing with new episodes in January on the USA Network. So that's cute. Um, And Dina Menzel, who sings Let It Go from the Frozen movie, she was doing an interview the other day, and she kind of let it slip that they're developing a sequel to Frozen. Now, today, Adina came out and said, no, they twisted my words, I'm not sure what's going on with Frozen 2. So she's kind of trying to backtrack now, but she was straight up in her interview the other day, said, yes, they're developing it now. So, I think she just opened her mouth when she shouldn't have. (laughs) So... Um, The Walking Dead is going to be returning in February uh, With its the rest of its season Because it did its mid-season finale last night um, Which did pull in 15 million viewers So big, big mid-season finale there for The Walking Dead uh, The Avengers Age of Ultron has set for some reshoots in January Because they're going to be adding some more action scenes I love that I love that to add some more action scenes Yeah, baby, let's do it uh, Lauren Graham, who's on Parenthood right now, Parenthood's wrapping up, and she's going to actually be starring in a new late night. She's going to be starring as a late night TV host in a new NBC comedy that's going to be executive produced um, by Ellen Ellen DeGeneres. So this sounds pretty interesting, um, as you know, she'll basically be playing like a Jay Leno type character uh, who runs a late night TV show. Uh, January Jones has joined Fox's new comedy, The Last Man on Earth. Uh, I like the sounds of This Last Man on Earth. It's Will Forte. It's a comedy. Basically, is The Last Man on Earth. And it's a it, hilarity ensues, as I like to say. Uh, the pilot is being directed by Chris Lord and Phil, uh, Phil Miller, uh, who did the Lego movie and they did the two 21 Jump Street films. So it must be really good if they're attached because those dudes, they definitely know comedy. So when I saw their attachment, Will Forte, this sounds really good. So it's going to be, this will come out next year. Uh, Netflix has revealed its season three release date for House of Cards. Um, And that looks like, give me just one second because I just froze up. Um, um, it's in February, bear with me here, um, oh, come on, here we go, sorry, uh, House of Cards, season three will be debuting on February 27th, 2015, so there you go for all you House of Cards freaks over on Netflix, uh, Parks and Recreation has nabbed a Tuesday slot and is going to get a seven-week burn-off, so they're going to air back Back-to-back, seven weeks straight, no reruns, and blast off this last seventh and final season. Congratulations to Kathy Griffin, who has been named the new fashion police host. She'll be replacing the late, great uh, Joan Rivers. So, Kathy Griffin replacing Joan Rivers as the new host of Fashion Police. 
David Ayer's Suicide Squad is going to be shooting in Toronto for Warner Brothers. They expect the shoot to start in April and last till about September. Uh, the article also states, supposedly, that Margot Robbie, Tom Hardy, um, Jared Leto, uh, and um, Jai Courtney are all in final negotiations to join the film. So, final gets us really, really close. We will see. I can't, we're, we should have some casting announcements here very soon. Uh, I love the sound of this. They are doing a Kickboxer remake, and guess who just joined it? Jean-Claude Van Damme. Yes, Jean-Claude Van Damme has joined Kickboxer. Now, he's not going to be playing the same role this time around. He's playing the master, teaching the student. So that is pretty damn awesome. Tony Jaw had joined the film. He was supposed to be playing that role, but due to scheduling conflicts, he had to drop out. So they went after Jean-Claude, and he signed on. So I love Jean-Claude coming back for this. I'm a big Van Damme fan, and I think it's great to see him come back as the master on this go-around here uh, for the new Kickboxer film, which will also star Dave Bautista and Scott Atkins, um, even... Uh, uh, Pierre um, will be in, in this film, so really, really cool stuff. Um, Benedict Cumberbatch says that he has no plans to quit Sherlock in any time soon. Um, he says that he feels he could play that role forever. So, for all you big BBC Sherlock fans, it doesn't look like I know a lot of people are getting worried. He's getting bigger. He's getting more movie roles. He's saying, don't worry, I love playing Sherlock, and I'm not going anywhere. So that is pretty cool on him. Uh, the Star Wars trailer, speaking of it, it has already blasted past 40 million views in just 72 hours. It is the biggest trailer, of course, of the year. So congratulations there to Star Wars. And our last little piece of news here is congratulations to One Direction. One Direction just dropped their new album called Four, which just made history over on the Billboard music charts. Why did it make history? That's because they're the first band ever to have their first four albums in a row debut at number one on the Billboard charts. A very big, big feat. Um, it debuts at number one, and they're the only group in the 58-year history of the chart to see their first four albums debut at number one. And just a year ago, they were the first group to have their first three albums debut at number one. So they actually broke their own record. So <laughs> congratulations to these guys whose fan base is not going anywhere in <laughs> one direction. All right, let's go to our box office and our release dates, and we'll wrap this baby up. Uh, check out, over on DVD and Blu-ray tomorrow, it's Dawn of the Planet of the Apes and the Hundred Foot Journey. Loved Dawn of the Planet of the Apes. I actually got my copy today, a day early. <clears throat> Thank you, Amazon. Um, <laughs> already in the mail. Uh, I'm very excited. One of my favorite movies of the summer, Dawn of the Planet of the Apes. In theaters on Friday is going to be the horror film called The Pyramid. And here's your box office top ten. Now this is some, if you see some box offices totals, you'll see bigger numbers. And that's because they're reporting all the way from Wednesday um, through Sunday night. I'm reporting the same typical box office that we always do, which is Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Okay? 
Number 10, St. Vincent with 1.7 million. Number 9 is Birdman with 1.8 million. Number 8's Gone Girl with 2.4 million. Number 7's The Theory of Everything with 5 million. Number 6 is Dumb and Dumber 2 with 8.2 million. Number 5 is Horrible Bosses 2 with 15.7 million. Number 4 is Interstellar with 15.8 million. Number 3 is Big Hero 6 with 18.7 million. Number two is The Penguins of Madagascar with 25.8 million. And your number one film, once again, no shocker here. Second week in a row, it's The Hunger Games Mockingjay Part 1 with $56.9 million. That, my friends, is your box office and um, releases for the week. And that will do it for us. A nice, brisk 40 minute episode. Um, you know, when we stay on point. We get you through it very, very quick. Um, So let's shout out some stuff. Of course, if you want to be in with the news as this stuff happens, you need to like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. Like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash amiontheair. You will get all the big news right there on your Facebook page. If you want everything and you want to be in the know for all stuff that drops in the entertainment world... The Twitter feed is definitely your way to go. If you follow at Am I on the Air, you will get Twitter updates throughout the day of all the latest and greatest movie news that's going down as it happens. Okay? That's your one-stop shop. I don't put as much news on the Facebook page because I don't want to flood your timeline, so I am very respectful like that. So, like us on Facebook for the big stuff. Follow us on Twitter to get everything. Um, I prefer the Twitter, of course, because I like to know it all. So, follow us on Twitter at Am I on the Air. You can follow me on Twitter at DXDonMega. You can get all my personal views on different movies and stuff like that's going on in my own life. Um, of course, our main page is AmIontheAir.com. That's where you want to go. You want to bookmark it. You can listen to the show. You can watch. You can read my movie reviews. See all the you know what we break down. All the movies on star levels. You can listen to Am I Still on the Air, which is my spinoff show that focuses on a specific topic. You can, of course, watch trailers. All the latest trailers are at amiontheair.com on the trailers tab. Watch the Star Wars trailer. Watch Jurassic World. Watch Avengers Age of Ultron. Watch the new Pan trailer. You know, watch Furious 7. It's all right there. Amiontheair.com. Click on the trailers tab. You can subscribe to us on YouTube at youtube.com slash amiontheair. Yes, we are on iTunes, so find us on iTunes at amiontheair and uh, download, rate, subscribe. Really appreciate if you took some time out and actually rated us and subscribed. It really helps bring us up in the rankings over on iTunes. Uh, and of course, if you're looking for something on the go, it's Stitcher. Stitcher app uh, will let you stream us on the go. You can just save us as a favorite, give us a thumbs up, and um, you'll get all the new episodes right after they post. And, of course, RedDragonsRadio.com. i got to shout out my boys, everybody at Red Dragons Radio, the network that brings you all the best podcasts on the interwebs. Uh, RedDragonsRadio.com. You can follow on Twitter at RedDragonsRadio. You can like it on Facebook as well, of course, you can guess it, Red Dragons Radio. Um, and you can listen to Am I on the Air? You can listen to Am I Still on the Air? Listen to Future Endeavors. You can listen to This Week with the Geek, Out of the Riffs, The People's Forum, Pro Wrestling Nation, and the Brothers of Destruction podcast. Lots of great stuff. RedDragonsRadio.com. 
Alrighty, my friends, that'll do it for us here on December the 1st. Happy holidays. I hope you had a great Thanksgiving. Let's get ready for Christmas or Hanukkah or whatever you celebrate. Um, Feliz Navidad. We'll talk to you next week for another brand new edition of Am I on the Air? Peace. Red Dragons!